podcast by Wellhouse Church, where we talk about what it's like to be a Christian Monday through Saturday, to live as a person of faith and a culture against faith. I'm Clayton. I'm the creative arts director um, at Wellhouse Church, and this is Cullen, our pastor. So let's talk about Let's Talk, the podcast. Yeah, man. I'm excited about this season of ministry and content that we have set up let's talk is a podcast like you said about the intersection of faith and culture this idea i remember growing up and being in church pretty much my whole life um being a young pastor being in seminary uh being on staff at three churches before i planted this one like uh been around church a whole lot and i just remember like a common theme was when you leave church on sunday you kind of have this what now moment. Yeah. Well, I, what do I do with this being a Christian? Yeah. You wake up and you have no idea what the sermon was about and, and you have no idea how to interact in society based on that. Yeah. What, a, I mean, what does it mean to be a Christian Monday through Saturday? Yeah. It's kind of the question. I mean, what does it mean to be a Christian in, in how you as a person uh, inject yourself in the culture? I mean, what is it? How does being a Christian or how should being a Christian affect your political views? Yeah. How should being a Christian affect the way you view sex? I mean, how should being a Christian affect the way that you view creation care, conservationism, social yeah. justice? I mean, all of these things that we see on the news. Sure. It is. I mean, uh, a good friend of mine, Sean Palmer, uh, has a, a podcast. And the way that they say it is they say, welcome to the Palmer and Holesclaw show where we get below the headlines and beyond the party lines. Yeah. It's like, that is what this is. We're, okay. we're digging down deep into what is culture saying, mm. what's happening in culture, and what does it mean for us as Christians to live and interact within that culture? Yeah. So let, let's do a... a a little bit of an overview of some of the podcasts that we're going to do and some of the topics we're going to cover. Okay. Right. So let's talk a little bit more about, about politics. What does that look like for Christians? Are you red, blue or somewhere in the middle? What does that look like? Yeah. So I think this is a good one and I'm excited about it. Uh, so we're going to do a series on politics. It's very fitting because we're in the middle of an election and uh, we got some crazy things happening with Supreme Court justices <laughs> passing away, and uh, uh, yeah, it's I, crazy. It, yeah, it, it's they're, crazy they're, time. I mean, being a pastor or being a Christian during an election cycle is odd enough, but mm. at this end, and yeah. it's its own thing. But yeah, so I mean, common questions that I have or that I get asked is, can you be theologically conservative, mm. but yet? socially or politically liberal mm. well like yeah, yeah. I, I think you can yeah uh, can you be 
theologically liberal mm. and socially conservative? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, you yeah. probably can. Yeah. Uh, and can you be anything in between? Yeah. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think that just because you're theologically conservative, it naturally means that you're politically conservative. Sure. Or that somehow being theologically conservative means that you're theologically liberal. I mean, I think you can be anything on the spectrum. Yeah. And part of that is we're, we're going to talk about this in some of our episodes, but we don't, this is one of the reasons I want to do this podcast because we don't do a good job of letting the way we view the Bible shape the way we handle our politics. Yeah. We let our political view shape the way we read the Bible. Yeah. We, we kind of uh, read into scripture what we believe polit- or what, yeah, our own what political we think view. scripture should say, yeah, you yeah, know, based exactly on our right. politics. Yeah. Um, so, what, I mean, I get asked these questions all the time, like, oh, well, can, can you be a Christian and a Democrat or can you be a Christian and a Republican? Well, like, yeah, I don't, I don't think that's one of the unforgivable sins. <laughs> like, I think you can, but, yeah. but more, what does it mean? What are yeah. you saying when you say I'm a Christian that's also a Republican or I'm a Christian that's also a Democrat, what what are you actually communicating to society? What does that say about you and who you are? What's the persona that you're giving off? And and again, how are you using scripture to back that up? Yeah. Right. Um, You can't just go out there all willy nilly saying, Oh, and I'm a Republican and the Bible agrees with me. Right. Or I'm a Democrat and the Bible agrees with me. Like you can't say that. Yeah. I don't, I don't know that Jesus is, Jesus doesn't fit in either category. Well, yeah, I've, I've kind of been on this, this path of when people ask me, am I red or blue or am I a Republican or Democrat? I'm like, well, no dog, I'm, I'm neither. (laughs) Like I'm purple. I, I serve the kingdom of God. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It is something very unique. Yeah. And uh, so I think it's good. I mean, we've we've always heard that politics and church, like you can't talk about politics in church. Mm. Well, cool. We're not in church. Right. We're in our studio and we can have a conversation about politics <laughs> and being a Christian. And very cordially, I might add. Yeah. We're yeah. not going to argue about politics because that gets us nowhere. Yeah, exactly. We're going to have cordial conversations about how being a Christian should and does affect our political views and and what would Jesus have to say about the two different parties sure. and, and that kind of thing. So having a conversation about that, giving some people, um, relieving some anxiety for some people yeah. when they're in conversations, they're like, oh, well, you know, Republican this or Democrat that. Like, well, let's let's look at Jesus on both sides. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit more about um, creation care. We're going to talk about that some. So do you talk a little bit more about about where that series is headed? Yeah. So um, that's more of a liberal agenda. I think I can. Yeah, I think I can say that. Um, But in in short and maybe in the in the most gut punch kind of way I can think about saying it. um, God made the earth. Sure. Maybe we should care about it. Right. Um, and we don't, we don't do a good job. Um, I mean, the lovely municipality that we live in, we don't even have good recycling. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a pain to recycle. It is a pain to recycle. And as, as two households that strive to recycle and recycle well, it's uh, hard. And lower our carbon footprint. It's really difficult. It's just indicative of the fact that we have the research that says 
we should recycle. Mm-hmm. Like the global warming is a thing, whether we want to say it is or not, like it's a yeah. thing. Climate change is a real thing. Yeah. It's I a mean, real thing. It's happening. Um, look at the Gulf right now, you know, yeah, like yeah. It, it, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, or at least right now when we're filming this, I don't know what's going to happen when he's actually right. released, yeah. but, um, so with that being said, um, God gave the garden to Adam to take care of Adam and Eve to take yeah. care of. Maybe we're supposed to take care of the earth. You know? Yeah. I think the argument's more complex than that, but oh, in, for sure. In the most, for sure. In the most simplest way. That's a, the yeah. first thing that God made before he made us, he made the earth. And so maybe that's indicative of the fact that we should care for it. Yeah. I mean, God makes the earth and then he makes Adam and he commands yeah. Adam to, care for the earth to tend yeah. to the garden absolutely man. and yeah. we don't i mean we just don't do a good job of it but to another point we don't do a good job of admiring the beauty of the earth Mm-mm. i mean no. for us the earth is pretty utilitarian and yeah, i guess i guess when you're living in the concrete jungle and all you see is concrete and building it's kind of hard to admire the beauty of the earth but sure. as people who live on the coastline or in the coastal plains we, we have access to some beautiful trees. We have access to pasture land. We have water views. Mm-hmm. Like we, we can see and experience the beauty of the earth. Yeah. And then people that live in the mountains, right? You can experience it that way. I mean, there's, we, there's so much. We just don't do a good job of looking to creation yeah. a, as a way to interact and see the magnificence and glory yeah. of God. Yeah. Not too long ago, we were at, um, my grandparents' house and they live on the water and they have this, this deck, this raised deck. And I just walked out there one, one morning with a, a cup of coffee and, uh, it was, it was really nice out. The wind was blowing, it was blowing the water. There was, um, uh, you could see the, the wind rustling the leaves in the trees it was just a, a very spiritual moment at that point yeah. where I just felt like God painted a very beautiful picture here. It's surreal. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And so it's, it's those types of things, you know, the, the Bible's full of imagery of creation and how sure. God communicates to us through creation, right? Psalm 23, he makes me lie down my still waters. Yeah. You know? uh, th- there's so much that, God chooses to communicate to us through creation. Sure. I just think that maybe we should take another look at uh, caring for it and and really experiencing God through it. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking about where we're headed with that one. So let's talk a little bit about where we're headed with just in general social justice. That's something that we care a lot about. Yeah. You and I and, and Wellhouse cares a lot about it, is, is social justice. And so where are we headed with this podcast in reference to social justice? What are some of the topics we're going to discuss related to social justice? Um, yeah, so I think it's important first, let's, let's let you as a social work student define social justice. I mean, it's not an easy term to define. No, it's not. Um, yeah, there's some textbook definitions out there, but none of them really do it justice. Right. You know, social justice in and of itself is, is the idea of, of it, at, so if you ask me as a social work student, 
um, I would give you a totally different answer than I would as a, a, a Christian. Yeah. Right? Okay. So let's um, go with that intersection of you as a student of social yeah. work and as a Christian concerned about social justice. So without defining both of them, just cutting straight to the point, social justice is the idea that you get stuff done that needs to get done more or less. Yeah. Right. We're seeing lots of social justice things happening like lots of social justice needs happening right now in 2020 yeah. and, and a whole array of different things. And, and yes, sometimes social justice can be viewed as more of a liberal agenda, but what, what we need to remember is that, and this is the, the Christian side speaking is that Jesus cared about social justice. Jesus cared for the unfortunate. Jesus cared for, for the marginalized. Right? Yeah. John four is a great example of that. Um, yeah, I think John four is a good example. Anytime Jesus heals a leper, yeah, is a good example. Which and he kills, he heals countless lepers. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think you know that that's a a good word. I think for me, if I were going to define social justice as a Christian, social justice means being the hands and feet of Jesus. Yeah, um, it is the living out of our faith in yeah. a very real way. Um, so there's a guy named Walter Rauschenbusch and he's a 20th century pastor in New York in Hell's Kitchen. And, um, he's considered to be theologically liberal. Okay. Uh, and that, what that really means is he's a product of modernity. Sure. I mean, I honestly... I debate with people about this pretty regularly, but uh, I think in the 20th century, if you were theologically liberal, you're just pretty normal nowadays. (laughs) Like I don't, I think most people are theologically liberal according to the 20th century outside of the Bible belt. That's probably true. Yeah. I just, I don't think that most people even know the difference, but Walter Rauschenbusch is one of the early kind of adopters of theological liberalism, Protestant theological liberalism. And he instituted this thing called the social gospel Mm. and he looked around in the age of the industrialization and he looked at how capitalism and industrialization was really affecting the housing market specifically in New York uh, where you've got multiple family units living in one two bedroom apartment. Mm. You've got disease, you have just severe levels of poverty. And he looked around and said the kingdom of God exists so that stuff like this doesn't happen. Now, I think theologically he had some holes. Sure. I, I really like Walter. Um, maybe arguably my favorite 20th century theologian and pastor, but he's got some holes in his thinking um, like we all do. But I think for me, social justice is the intersection of the people of God living out the kingdom of God. Yeah. Um, and so how do 21st century Christians care for homeless people? Yeah. How do we partner with people like our lovely partner in Elijah Rising? Yeah. Caring for uh, sex trafficking survivors. Yeah. yeah. Victims of, of victims, human trafficking. Yeah. Um, how do we deal with, you know, global poverty? Yeah. Um, I mean, and today, as, as we live, how do you deal with redlining and, and systemic racism and and all these types of things. I mean, social justice is 
letting the kingdom of God be experienced for all people. Yeah, no, for sure. Absolutely. Well, this has been Let's Talk, where we talk about the intersection of faith and culture. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you soon.